What's up, everybody? And we are back. This is Stylus Gamer, the podcast. And you know, uh, it's been two, three weeks since the last time we did this. So, um, for all of you guys who are still uh, finding us for the first time, well, we are Timeless Gamer, and we talk about video games, the news, the issues, and our um, for all of our. Previous episodes that you haven't seen, you can still go to the uh, go to our Facebook uh, page at Pinoy Retro Gaming, or just going by the YouTube channel of Timeless Gamer, which is Timeless Gamer PRG. And if you can, uh, you can also listen to us by going to your favorite major audio streaming platforms out there. So previously on Timeless Gamer, uh, we were able to discuss our favorite um, music. Music themes, soundtracks of some of our favorite uh, favorite video games per every console. Well, not every console, uh, uh, not every console generation, but uh, from uh, from the uh, from the first uh, Nintendo uh, NES all up until the PlayStation 2. And um, it was a fun, it was a very fun show. Uh, you can uh, you guys can go and check the replay. It's all available. Uh, on the Facebook channel of PRG, the Timeless Ga- Timeless Gamer YouTube page, uh, YouTube channel, and of course the audio version of that is also available in all of the major audio, stri- audio streaming platforms out there. So, joining us for the panel for today, we got Sir Joel Banyaganete from Jersey. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are. Very, very glad that we're that everybody's here, and very, very glad that we're back on the air. Um, looking forward to the discussion, and make sure to, to join us in the chats for all, for those of you in the audio portion. Hey, you know, just chat away anyway at the Pinot Retro Gaming Facebook page. All right, thank you for that, Sir Joel. And how about Sir Ray, Retro Freak Gaming? My book na ako. <laughs> What's up, guys? Translation: He's already got hair. Okay. I got hair, guys. Yeah, there you not, go. I'm not bald anymore. Okay, there all you right. Go. And how about what trigger, Sir JDM? Hello, good day, guys, and welcome to Timeless Gamer. And we're going to discuss a topic that surely everyone could relate during the uh, late. 2019 up until actually right now. Still, we're still feeling right. the, uh, the aftermath of that. Uh, thank you for that, Sir JDM. And how about joining us all the way from the UK, Sir Viraj? Hey, hope you guys are keeping well. It's glad to be back after uh, a bit of a break, but um, it should be a very interesting episode um, uh, where we cover a, a great deal of, well, it's a somber subject, but we've also, also some good has come out of it. So look forward to the show. And uh, yeah, back to you, Sajo. All right, thank you for that, Trevor Raj. And a rare Pokemon just appeared yet again, <laughs> gracing us with her presence in the show. Miss uh, Eileen, Ensling Porter. What type of Pokemon is Eileen? Gen 1 or Gen 2? Gen 3, mate. I guess Gen 1. <laughs> Gen 3. I don't know that Gen 1. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Timeless Gamer Podcast. Oh, I hope you enjoyed our discussion on. Okay, uh, give me under lockdown. Right. I like the the subtitle or the description that Miss Eileen made. Registered With nerd. Me. Registered nerd. Yeah. <laughs> He's an RN. Mm. Uh, A registered nerd. And Sir Raymond as well. Mm. What kind of nerds? All <laughs> kind of nerds. Alrighty. So, 
uh, in this particular uh, episode, uh, guys. So, like Sir JDM mentioned, it's a very, uh, it's a, it's a very uh, uh, more of a personal topic to everyone who experienced the um, the COVID pandemic, uh, the late tw- uh, 2019s, and the remnants of it up until now in 2022. Not as bad though, not as bad. But during the years of 2020 and 2021, we all felt that. And whether for better or for worse, it did change the uh, it did change the landscape as it did, and up and it's still uh, it's still quite prominent with the change up until now. So for this episode, it's been uh, it's been suggested by Sir JDM. So he's gonna be taking the charge for this evening, and it's a pretty it's just a pretty straightforward uh, con- uh, going to be a discussion or a conversation. Um, just around uh, just around Robin of of sharing experiences and anecdotes on what kinds of gaming experiences that we had and how COVID influenced the gaming industry in association with all of the gamers, especially us. All right, so JDM, take it away. All right, so, so tonight bad, during the years of 2020 and 20... oh, there you go. Oh, <laughs> Right. So we're going to start with right, so COVID nineteen pandemic. When did it start? Um, as far as I know, it started back in December of 2019, where the first contact was discovered in uh, Wuhan, China, right? Mm-hmm. Back in December 2019, and then it started spreading globally. Um, in the start of uh, 2020 and um, I remember 2020 we got like a whole lot of things happening we had the the spires in um, California if I remember the wildfires uh, we also lost one of the uh, most um Um, famous basketball player uh, back in January, uh, uh, Sir Kobe Bryant, and I think it's a really bad start of the decade because uh, really a lot of things happened um, during the first um, few months. So, uh, if I may ask, what was uh, what is the COVID-19 virus? What does it do? Um, can we ask anyone from our uh, registered nurse? Net registered nerds regarding the um, COVID-19 pandemic. What does it do? How? Uh, what does it do to our body? What its effect in our body? And uh, that anybody can step up. Just the brass tacks as w- of what yeah. what the effects were uh, on the human body and you know how severe it got. Anybody? Oh, uh, I think Joe, you're on. You're on mute. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> mostly, COVID has been affecting the pulmonary system of people. Um, it's mostly severe respiratory distress. Some have cardiac problems, and those who fortunately survived, unfortunately, have long-term effects. And it spread airborne. That's why we have been masking, and that's how it spread worldwide with movement of people. And in the early days, when nobody knew what it was yet, that's how people got uh, got the disease, so to speak. 
Oh, I mean, it was it was it was pretty scary when I, I, I um, from the man on the ground uh, perspective. We here in the United States, we only started hearing it, hearing about it around yeah, about the same time, December 2019. We'd heard about the at least starting to spread. We were kind of hoping that it wouldn't go as far as worldwide, and we were starting to talk about it a little bit as early as 2019, 2020, but. Uh, as as the as the disease spread, people started to panic. You know, people started to hoard toilet paper everywhere, <laughs> and it, 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 it went. Cra- people went a little crazy with hoarding. I, I myself, I have to admit, uh, during that time, I became a prepper. I became a doomsday prepper. I bought uh, food supplies that are that are going to last about go, that are going to last about five to ten years. So I still have it in my pantry right now. So whoa, <laughs> yeah. All right, so it's, it's just it's just important to mention, guys, um, at least an introduction to COVID because for us gamers, we're we're um, we're inside people anyway. So who cares what's ha- who cares what's happening outside, right? I care. <laughs> he cares because he drives people around. <laughs> and uh, and we registered nurse, we care because we treat these people. All right. Uh, the infected people, but in in, in regarding in regarding uh, with gaming, and uh, most people at the time didn't realize that because how COVID spread, not a lot of people uh, are supposed to be working close to each other, talking to each other, because it just it spreads quite uh, it, it spreads rapidly and very highly infectious and infectious infectious contagious yeah, and like um. And especially with uh, with with major game developers, where they when they are working in a, on specific games, working in that in such a, a very small uh, small working conditions, it's very easy for them to be infected. It's, it's easy for them to get sick. Not to mention with uh, uh, with hardware production. In case of PlayStation 5 and the Xbox uh, Series X and Series X, which is weird because knowing what the pandemic will um, uh, uh, will affect globally, they Sony and Microsoft still proceed announcing the release of both systems on the last quarter of the, uh, the last quarter of 2020. And when people heard of, uh, when people heard of the of the pre-orders, they couldn't keep up with the demand. Because they are missing the missing components. Why missing components? Because we cannot really mine for the <laughs> for the necessary minerals and for the uh, for the minerals and materials to make up all of the, uh, all of these uh, these gaming machines. So and it, so all of the major industries uh, were affected, and uh, and a lot of people had to resort to different sorts of hobbies just to keep them sane, just to pass the time. While everything in the world is, you know, everything uh, everything else in the world is on fire, <laughs> or who knows what's happening outside. And um, uh, to some, uh, they were able to. Uh, They were able to to discover uh, to, they were able to discover a hobby that they thought was juvenile. To others, uh, such as the old gamers, uh, they had the time to find more time playing the old games that they had. Go on with their backlogs, and to some uh, to some people, uh, they went into streaming, whether watching uh, watching movies, watching TV shows, binge watching, or just playing games 
um, the amateur ones anyway. Put the camera in front, play the games, and just do whatever. And some of them are quite been successful. Some are still, some are just doing it for the fun of it. But either way, um, we'll just ask the rest of the panel on um, on their experiences. Uh, how about Serviraj? In regards to uh, how the pandemic affected the gaming scene yes. here in the UK, well, especially in the UK. Oh my God, it's very interesting. So just to touch on what you said about the PlayStation Five uh, and Xbox Series X, um, yes, I mean I. And even the Nintendo Switch, I want to put it out there, that sold out and that was hard to get, okay, because it was a catalyst. So there weren't no PS, like, like I think people were, what made the PS5 such a big deal in 2020 when the pandemic hit peak and when it was sort of, when they eventually found a, a vaccine and all that was, and I just want to put it out here that the UK was the first to develop that. You're welcome. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't quite sort of things, but, um, um, uh, I, I remember I, my neighbor actually lives next door said to me, Hey Viraj, I want to get the PS5. Get PS5. What do you think? I looked at him. Is he Italian? I, okay. No, he's, he's actually South Indian. That's but he has he talks like. Uh, that. No. Oh okay. <laughs> the way that you said, I want to get the PS5. Okay. <laughs> this one? <laughs> that one, yeah. Anyway, continue, Viraj. I looked at him. I looked at him and I thought, Are you serious? Lads? You're not going to get one, man. You should have pre-ordered back in the summer because it was literally if you pre-ordered first straight away, you would have got one. Okay. He pre-ordered like quite late, like we're talking like uh, November time he pre-ordered for a December release. I thought, good luck, mate. And he pre-ordered with these two retailers and guess what? They came through. He managed to get what? two PS5s. Really? And he, oh. I don't know how he did. He goes, hey, Viraj, do you want the PS5? I've got two now. I'm like, Fine, <laughs> buy it from you. And because I knew how, how I, I knew it was a hot product. And mm. you're going to say, Viraj, you're dark here, you're grim. Mm. Nobody could get one. I knew nobody could get one. It's Christmas is coming up. People wait last minute. I said, right, I got a PS5, guys, in my friend circle. Who wants one? And there was a bidding war between my friends. I didn't even have to put it on eBay. That's how quick it was to sell. CEX were offering me, I think they offered everyone £700 for a PlayStation 5. Resell it for more. That's how silly it got. Um, I sold mine at £901 sterling. Mm. That's, how, that's how desperate somebody was, was for it. And the reason people were desperate for it is because... Covid had been such a negative. It had been such a down. It had damaged people's lives. It damaged our social lives here in the UK. We were locked down. We couldn't do anything. We needed a high. People were desperate to get that high, and the PlayStation Five was the high of 2020. I don't care what anyone says. That was the high people wanted to pay money to buy. And, and, and yeah. And that was. And the, scalpers the have the I know the scalpers yeah. get get some cash on that. They got a lot of money. Some cats yeah, got a lot of money. money. Because they couldn't sell them all. Some scalpers actually it burnt them because they couldn't sell their PS5. And now the PS5 is worth £400, so all the scalpers are going to be like... Yeah, oh. it's, you know, the retailers here, they're selling the PS5. I think there's a discount right now for the PS5 for about... You can get it for four four hundred sixty bucks right now. So that's yeah. that's yeah, I mean, that's we know they're going to bring out a better, a slim. I shouldn't say better <clears> one than this. this yeah, an iteration. Uh, the next <laughs> next version. Uh, of it. But um, yeah, going back to how the, how it affected the the, the UK gaming scene. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, people couldn't go out and game, etc. The, the arcade scene. We all know what happened to Sega. They had to close down the arcade business, and that was really bad. Mm -hmm. That was really sad as well for me. Anyway, no, I'm not in Japan. That was their that was their the bread and butter for Japan, Sega of Japan, they had to close down their arcade business and I don't oh, think yeah. they really recovered from it. Um, so the social aspect of gaming, of going out and gaming, that changed. But however, you know, when you're locked down, home alone, all these Gen Xs, yeah, or, 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 or Gen Ys, millennials like me who are into this sort of stuff, it didn't bother us that much. 
Okay, it didn't bother us. I mean, we, we well, it was a great thing because we were locked up. We could we had all the time in the world to just play video games all day. We're great. Mm-hmm. It did fix a lot of people's mental health because gaming can also be a social enterprise as well. You want to be doing the couch co-op thing with your friends and that's where it sort of can affect you. But it affected gaming because it, there was a boom in gaming. We talk about the PS5 being the mainstream thing, but let's talk about retro gaming. Gen Ys and Xs, we're not necessarily, necessarily always into the newer stuff. Retro games prices started to escalate and they escalated rapidly, okay? These games are worth, they were already expensive then anyway. They've been climbing this last decade, but they rapidly shot up a lot more, 100% more than they should have done. Because people were buying up all this this retro gaming stock. It got ridiculous. There were Sega Mega Drive games that I knew were 100 pounds and now 400 pounds. It just got silly now. So, you know, it, it was because the, the supply was, was finite and the demand was really high because everyone was out. And that's how it affected the gaming scene. Retro gaming, it got a new high and it hasn't come down even from the pandemic because all the stock has been, been bought up, yeah? It is literally, a lot of it's been bought up. And now, I'm not saying it's all been bought up, it's still there, but it's just really expensive, you know? And I, I, I for those of you watching or, or, or for those of you in the panel, you know I've started my own little retro gaming reselling business. Mm. That, that also has its trials and tribulations because of what happened. But because of the pandemic, it has brought a new light that shone on retro gaming. There's so much more emphasis on it and so much more interest in retro gaming and the games we love. And people also value their spare time more. Remember, people people in the UK used to go to work. Now they have new contracts with their, their employers that, that allows them to work from home, so they have more time. They don't have to commute. They will obviously do the work at home on their laptop. <coughs> a lot of people work from home now. Mm, yeah, people yeah. have more time to game. So that's also affected gaming in general in the U. Well, I'm saying the UK scene, I'm sure it's affected it globally, but people have more time to, to work from home now. Employers are more lenient now. With them. You don't have to come to the office. As long as you get work done at home, we're happy. Mm-hmm. If you have to find a job, that's, obviously if you're into Barbary and if you drive trains for a living, you don't have that luxury. <laughs> but, but, you know, if you have a job where you can actually sit at home and do what you've got to do, get it done, and you have more time to game, more, more kudos to you. Luck. Well, so it's uh, the gaming scene as, well, well, one, Retro game price has gone up. More mm-hmm. interest in retro gaming, more mm-hmm. time to game. So there you have it. That's that's what's changed in the UK. That's what COVID did. It made people a lot more into games and more into hobbies that don't necessarily allow you to be social with others. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Time will tell. Well, I'd say in Viraj's case, he got his uh, he he scratched his itch of driving trains by playing tra- train simulators no. at home during the time. <laughs> just imagine for my birthday you send me something in mail it's a train oh, absolutely yeah yeah ex- ex- expect the newest version of of train simulator world 3 in your in your, in your mailbox <laughs> you don't wind me up yeah that's what you do you send me a bloody train video oh yeah well um well in well that was from uh from our uk correspondent <laughs> what was happening in the uk mm. how about all across the atlantic because uh, COVID was such a big political deal. Mm. Let's hear what Sir Joel has to say. What was happening on how the U.S. handled COVID and how things you handled it? Yeah, uh, it was. It, uh, the, sorry to have to say this. You know, par- um, pardon. Uh, if you have children, I'm gonna have to start swearing. So cover their ears. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a total shit show here in the United States, really, honestly, because of the fact that it people had no idea what was coming down. Uh, everybody was just saying contradictory things. Some would say that ah, it's absolutely nothing. Some would say it is the co- the second coming and everything. Everybody was just crazy one way or the other. Like I said, there was a run on toilet paper. There was people buying stuff. The, the, the 
grocery shelves were completely cleared out and people were locked down everybody just just hunkered down in their houses people were wiping their groceries with 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 Lysol wipes whenever they would order in and everything it was it was insane honestly and the 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 in the beginning a lot of a lot of people started saying it was it was it was great it was easy it was nothing people were saying you can even go party in chinatown if you feel like it and then the same people would flip the next day and say you'd better you'd better find the the latest mask n95 mask or else you're one breath and you're gonna drop dead it was it was just a lot of misinformation and it affected the political seat like like crazy here in in the united states and it sharply divided the country it sharply divided the country into two factions the people who took the news both extremes honestly some people just took the news uh to the point where they would they would literally scream at anybody who's getting close to them within six feet and there's the other side who would say eh well you know like that that's that's absolutely nothing come on it's just a little cough they'll just take a little zinc you should be fine within the next couple of weeks so the lingering effects are still here a lot of people are still going crazy over it some people are saying that it's there's going to be a repeat of it sometimes but my personal take is a lot of people have said this that's enough if there's if if they're going to try to do a covid kill here in the united states a lot of us are not going to comply a lot of us are just going to say uh, in 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 philippine parlance it's patay kung patay if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't so it, it's like <coughs> it's it's one of the things that that people went literally insane over and in terms of gaming that was a time when the PlayStation 5 came out when the Xbox Series X came out like Viraj said the Nintendo Switch sold out completely you couldn't find the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X anywhere like you would go into any retail you would ask anybody both console the Xbox and the PlayStation were selling for a thousand bucks easy As in, somebody puts it up in Mark Facebook Marketplace, it's gone within the next hour, and it's like it doesn't matter how much the person was putting it up for. Scalpers were having a heyday. Everybody was looking for it. All the scalpers were making money hand over fist. So it didn't matter that there wasn't there weren't many games for both consoles yet. They just had to have it. I completely re- agree with Raj. The search for the new console was the new high. It wasn't so much the consoles themselves. It was the search for the new console that people were going for. And that was the game that people played. Uh, people socially distanced, people hunkered down, people wanted to game. And I completely re- agree with Raj. In the United States, retro gaming took off like crazy. People dug into their dug into their backlogs. People started buying retro games uh, left and right. And they started discovering systems that they never played before. People started playing Atari 2600 that they were used, usually used to used to playing just the NES people started playing uh, PC games when they were originally just console gamers people started buying gaming rigs uh, PC gaming rigs by the thousand dollars it was just it was utter chaos and and the people who knew how to make money made money that's all I have to say about it correct a lot of what you said is pretty much what, what happened here in the UK with the whole toilet roll thing and, and it's funny <laughs> it's all it's all You know, UK uh, and the USA don't have tabo. Oh yes, that tabo. <laughs> That's true. I mean, if you got like a Vida, and there is a, I do have a portable Vida that I use. Really, I don't want to sort of go down this road when it comes to you know how to clean your backside. I don't want to mm. controversy here. Uh, we, we, there are those who do use it, and that's the, I think it's the freshest way to do it, in my mm. opinion. 
completely agree. We have that sort of thing too. But anyway, moving on. No, you made my hand dirty. <laughs> the hand of a, a little bit of trivia. Viraj just recently learned about the practice of tapo, which is yeah. you know uh, <laughs> a, a pail of a pail of water and and you know a bucket. So it's, it's much more cheaper though. than tissues. I completely agree. Yeah, completely and agree. when you're when you're wiping your backside, you don't want to like put your, put your pants up and it's all wet, do you? you Precisely. You, <laughs> exactly. You want to have wetness, but you also want tissues to dry it up as well, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring uh, to uh, you know, we, 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 we were we were able to wash <laughs> everything off. <laughs> no kid marks here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. We so, some, um, we have to move so, on. Uh, we to this conversation. We need to bring it back to high. Okay, <laughs> all right. So, toilet paper aside, mm-hmm. let's go now. Uh, let, let's now. Uh, let's uh, let's put a spotlight down to Southeast Asia to the Philippines. So, how <coughs> did COVID affect the Philippines, and how was the gaming scene over there? Let's go to Miss I. Hasul. Yeah. Uh, well, personally, I have been working. Um, from home even before the pandemic on my previous job so personally for me nothing really changed that much but in terms of gaming i remember those lockdown periods we could not go out very easily so the last resort would be just through delivery and we know how deliveries were also difficult during that time and then people started selling on Shopee, Lazada, and even Data Blitz are selling online as well. But there's also other, I forgot the, the names of the other stores, but there are other gaming, physical brick and mortar stores that turn to digital selling. So the uh, people, <coughs> I would say, enjoyed games even more because they had more time. And I found more Filipino streamers to my surprise that are streaming locally on Facebook. Or, or um, rather than Twitch, so that was a surprise for me. So that's um, what I noticed during the pandemic, the early days of the pandemic, working from home. I'm not sure what other Filipinos' experiences were, but I would love to hear them as well. From other co-panelists. <coughs> um, how about how about um, how about your gaming experiences during that time? Uh, for my own gaming experiences, uh, since I was working at home. Um, during the week, you know, weekends, we have family time, but to stay at home, so I had more time to play. I left the computer, the uh, desktop, Windows. Then I started buying more games on Steam, GOG, and because of the lockdown, I was buying digitally or, or online as well from eBay, Amazon, and I have. A- Oh. Uh, we're having a little bit of uh, technical difficulties for Miss uh, Eileen's uh, reception. Um, yeah, uh, generally, uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, I think Miss Eileen is coming back now. All right. Oh, what what were we, what uh, were we saying, uh, Miss Eileen? Um, I'm not sure where, where did I leave. Oh, what was the last thing I said? Sorry, I'm not sure where the signal cut off. <laughs> it kind of faded, it faded in and out a little bit. Uh, about. I'd say in the past uh, when when you started saying something about a little a little past the um, the shopping portion. Oh, the shopping! <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. that's quite far. Stupid internet. Sorry. So, um, I was able to buy games more. Oh, no, no, no. On... Sorry, sorry. It started fading in and out after the GOG portion. Sorry. Oh, the... okay. so apart from buying from Steam, GOG, Epic, I also was online. 
through um, Amazon, eBay. So I also got my own physical hauls like this. So these oh, are all wow. the stuff I bought online because I also uh, physical games over digital. Already. For those of for those of you in the audio game. portion, Miss Miss Eileen is flashing her her treasures oh. right now. Like what are those? Grand Rock Distance and uh, what are uh, those? Enumerate them, Miss Eileen. Enumerate. Them. Enumerate one by one. Uh, yeah. For the benefit, for the benefit of our audio listeners, uh, one of the games I bought during the lockdown is one of my um, top uh, one list. I, I would say um, Mario and Luigi Bowser Inside Story. Okay. Uh, nice one. Usually sells for twenty five US, okay. but I got this for ten USD on Amazon. Just ten, complete with manual. Nice. Then what else? Um, shout out to Baruna Royka Gummy, who was who said earlier that uh, he was almost done playing this game during the lockdown. I'm still in the progress of starting this game. I bought that for my cousin. That's a, gift. that's a good game. I bought it for my cousin as a gift many years ago. He loves it. Mm. Hearts Dream Drop Distance. I actually haven't finished the, <coughs> got the other one with the one and a half days. <laughs> I'm almost done with that, so I can already switch to DVD. And I want the I wanted this Dragon Ball game, action game. I bought this from I think uh, Rakuten or Yahoo Auctions Japan. I prefer the US, no, not the US, the Japanese version because it has the Japanese opening, the Makatoshige Adventure, not the US English theme song. And I'm not sure if Sir Joel remembers this. I remember playing this on stream before. Perfect it's the rhythm game, the weird one with the band. I don't think I've tried that it's, it's one. Been, before. It's been uh, quite a while. It's been quite a while. So I'm not sure. It's the Perfect one performer. Sir Joel with the. Can you see it or not? Yes, the one with the band. There's uh, a band singing, and you play uh, whatever instrument here, either the vocalist, the drummer, or the uh, bass or rhythm guitar player. It's on PS1. It's I don't know if anybody knows the band The Yellow Monkey, but they yeah, sang the first know. ending of Chronic Kenshin, and the lead singer, Kazuya Yoshi, sang the opening of Dragon Ball Super. Mm, okay. And, so it's like, uh, I think yeah. it's like para para rapper, like a little bit like para para rapper. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, that's the that's the nice thing about that's that's the nice thing about having Miss Eileen on the panel. She shows such interesting stuff that you just say, "I've never heard of that one before," or <laughs> something like, "I haven't thought about that game in the longest time. I have to try that." So that's it's always a treasure. Miss Eileen yeah. is our one of our treasures. There you go. <laughs> and there's also the last one I bought during the pandemic. This is called Project P6. Mm. Um, this is a visual novel game where you play as the group, Japanese pop group P6. Mm. So you play as their manager because P6 is a pop group from Japan under the Johnny's Entertainment label, if anybody knows that. Okay. Um, the One of the members of P6 is the uh, person who played Ultraman Tiga, if anybody remembers. So he's a member of a pop group. That- that would be more of our that would be more of our tokusatsu uh, experts here in Pinoy Retro Gaming, like uh, like Korganam plays or eh, JDM. JDM might know more about that. Yeah. <laughs> For anybody who recognizes Ultraman Tiga, he's a member of B6. I'm a fan mm. of B6, so I bought this. Nice. So Very it's cool. a variety of games. 
management games i absolutely love them but the fact that it's in japanese i'll have to play it with my cell phone right in front of me using google <laughs> translate so that i can understand what's being talked about but yeah i would definitely play something like that i love management yeah. games when you're when you're managing a band or or a group and trying to find that uh, making them get more popular getting them more money reminds me of yeah. um princess maker princess maker if you, oh, if you yes, remember I that game. yeah there you go excellent excellent I'm actually panicking internally because I have a guidebook of this one. There's like mm. a walkthrough book as well, but I cannot find it for some reason. <laughs> Where is it? It's okay. So, we 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 all we know that feeling. You know, you have something. You know, it's somewhere <laughs> somewhere over there. You just have to dig it out. <laughs> all right. Like yeah. There you go. All right. Excellent. Back to you, John. Oh. Um. So that was from one of the metropolitan areas. How about we go to Cebu, Sir JDM? Uh, what was happening in Cebu at the time? I think uh, they handled COVID a little bit differently than the yes. uh, the than the capital did. So what was the what was the scene and uh, what was the gaming experiences like? Okay, as your COVID lockdown correspondent in the Queen City of the South, there were panic buying everywhere especially during the um, the holy week um, it was the city was on lockdown at i guess march uh, last week of march or early april and um, i remember when uh, back when i was um, uh, working in cebu it park uh, there was an urgent meeting that happened Uh, during office hours and we I didn't even know that there's going to be like a lockdown because as we know back then the the pand- uh, I mean the the pandemic was not uh, like announced yet globally by the WHO and there were no na- not even a notice from the local government yet then Our um, team leads, they got out of the boardroom and they started like putting labels on our uh, PCs. And that's when we started, what's happening? Is this uh, a drill or something like that? And they just um, announced that every, every um, employee is going to be working from home. The next day, so that's why they uh, placed labels on our um, uh, equipment. And so, yeah. Um, regarding the lockdown, people here in Cebu are so hard-headed. <coughs> um, there was even like um, like a uh, what do you call this? A city ordinance that um, everyone should not be um, going outside. Uh, 18 below and 60, 60 year old above. But when I go outside our house, I see every like small women and children and even old people like gossiping around. They, they do like a small crowd with their mask and they started to talk about the the pandemic and uh, people even. Uh, Like hoarded um, uh, food and uh, groceries, and they did not um, observe social distancing. So it's like uh, finding needle in a haystack in a large crowd. There was even um, 
like a platoon of army uh, armed forces that was um, tasked to uh, like do uh, checkpoints but people are still gathering around they're, they're panicking I don't know what's in their minds during that because uh, me and my partner were just in the room so we're working from home and then another <laughs> another funny thing happened because there was a festival near our um, town they did a parade in the middle of a lockdown and that was um, I think that's the extended um, community quarantine and everybody was not supposed to go outside the local go- government uh, <coughs> that they already had the budget so no we're, we're we're going to go through with this parade because we already have the budget as long as we're following the um, the the minimum uh, safety procedures they still went there in the road they, they closed the road they did the parade and that's why the the infection rate um, increased because of that and yeah that was the um, uh, experience that we had here in Cebu um, people are very uh, hard-headed even if you say that don't go um, don't go out after uh, in after curfew hours they still go out they even do like gambling outside I don't know it's really um it's really bizarre I, maybe they're trying to just pass the people are not used to um uh, uh the normal the normies are not um used to um locking inside <coughs> home locking themselves uh inside their home so they just go around stroll around like there's no pandemic <laughs> did, did you and, did you actually get covid Who's actually had it in this panel? I, I did. Um, Surprisingly, back in, I never did. I never did. Oh, well, lucky for you because I did back in mm. uh, January um, last year. Mm. Because we went um, because during the pandemic um, in 2021, mm. there was a typhoon here, right? Um, December of 2021, we got mm. we had a typhoon. So there were power interruptions. I need to go back to the office to uh, work, and I think that's the time that I, I think around December or early January that I, I got the flu because it it's flu season. It's cold everywhere, and I had at first I, I just did I had the flu. Then when the um the health professional asked uh when did i get the flu i got it like two weeks or a week ago then they asked me to do a like a test for covid then it turned out positive. <coughs> so back then i didn't know what to do so what i did is i called um i called the office then i said that i had it i had it then they asked me to go on Uh, quarantine, uh, personal quarantine for uh, two weeks. But I get better because it's the, I guess it. Uh, if I remember, it's the Delta variant, the one with, the one with the high infection rate. But yeah, it, that's, it's that came, yeah, it came from India. That one, that's the Delta yeah, variant. It, but 
the effects is not uh, the effect of the delta variant is not that fatal because you you just it it seems like you just had the flu mm. like that the headaches but i didn't um experience like shortness of breath or loss of appetite It's this is the question this is one question jdm right could you still game while you had covid still play video games yeah yeah so of course i because uh when i was on lock when we were on uh on personal quarantine uh we still da- didn't have uh power we didn't have current in up until february or uh, first week of february So what I did is I bought uh, like uh, battery, uh, what they call this, like um, power bank, power bank, a power yeah. bank. Yeah, power oh, bank. Charge bank. Yeah, I I go I go to work. I charge that. I charge my switch. I charge my um, my 3ds. Then when I get home, I play. I I rest. Ah uh, no. Uh, Back then, I was I didn't have the when I was in lockdown. I didn't go to the office, but I asked someone, uh, like a friend, to uh, charge the power bank then so and charge the um, the Nintendo Switch. So when he comes back, I play the game <coughs> until the uh, the battery runs out, and that's it. I have uh, to. I As a follow-up, though, I, I do remember the misses uh, and my daughter getting COVID, but I never did. It's it's weird. It's like I took care of them the oh, whole so time. Shame on you! Shame on you for them getting What? COVID. Um, <laughs> according to research, COVID will only latch to people who don't have money. So oh. if you have <laughs> income, then it will not approach you. So that's the reason why the I. I and JDM had COVID. Okay. Oh, because you guys had COVID. <laughs> yeah, okay, I get it. <laughs> don't have money, yeah. Only brokies can get COVID. Oh my god! Only broke people got COVID. Now you mean now you made me think about that that quote. You know, having having a kid is like having a broke best friend. You know, who hangs around you <laughs> all the time. Anyway, continue, continue, go. Ahead. so anyways uh, JDM it's back to you okay uh, by the way um, uh, enough with the personal experience I also would like to add uh, regarding the how did COVID um, affect the uh, how the pandemic affected the gaming scene mm-hmm. so we were talking about the PlayStation 5 and the um, the Xbox uh, Series X and Also, the scalpers. Oh. We were talking about the scalpers. Oh, sorry, sir, JDM, we before were, we go right? to that, uh, how about Sir? Uh, how about Sir Ray? Hi. How about yeah, yeah. his? How about how COVID affected his gaming habits? Yeah, sir Ray. Okay. Okay. Me? <coughs> okay. Okay. Um, COVID was what? Um, last. Um, it started February here. Um, in the Philippines, so. Um, little by little, they got some, you know, uh, they get some um, census or cases. And by March, uh, Philippines all uh, gotten around 10 and that's the panic button for our, ano, hospital. Kasi parang ang nangyari, <clears throat> nagpa meeting, 
uh, may hospital, got a meeting, sakto, general meeting ng hospital, and basically, they told us na um, baw- we're, uh, we're avoid, uh, avoided to get some vacation leaves or something uh, because the, there's a pandemic ar- ar- arising that. and that's COVID. Uh, so, that's yeah. the... Uh, so, Um, March, April, and then ma- March, suddenly the the census of COVID was booming here in Manila. So, ang nangyari, konti ang, se- ano, ang tao kasi basically um, the staff are um, one by one being affected of the COVID. So, we're understaffed. So, practically... Um, some of our wards have closed and um, we're basically on the emergency side of the hospital and at the same time eto, I managed to ga, ano, um, uh, got parang hindi eto, in the term that um, nagkaroon kasi si yung, the mayor of Pasig was um, um, sorting out or hinihiwalay niya yung mga um, staff sa pamilya niya so ang ginawa niya um, nag ano siya nag uh, nag rent siya ng mga hot, motel rooms dito sa Pinas o sa Pasig and I got the chance to ano to get one of the rooms of Uh, of Victoria Court. If you know Victoria Court, you know Victoria Court. Yes, if you know, you know. <laughs> And Raymond is basically saying that the mayor um, utilized the the what we call love the hotels, hotel. love yeah, hotels yeah. in love motel area. In, in that's the, that in uh, area. That's good, for good cause. For a good cause. Yeah. For a good cause. <laughs> so that, that's the time that I started playing my retro consoles. For example, I um, dinala ko yung ano. Dinala ko yung wiko sa um, sa hotel ay sa motel mm-hmm. for that pag may pas may pastime I, uh, I play wi and luckily my wi was modded was soft modded so mm-hmm. all of the games from GBA SNES NES were was there and April May the, the <clears throat> actually there's a good side of ano the good side of um COVID is like Um, we got the chance to save up. <laughs> we got the chance to save up. Um, there's a go- uh, there's a free grocery and mm. there's a free transport for mm-hmm. our staff, for our, the staff mm-hmm. um, going to the hospital at the same time. Uh, free grocery, free food, free all. And yeah, nakapag-save naman kami. And that's the time I was not mistaken. I first bought uh, a Nintendo Switch for Mara, and the game Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's oh, the Animal time Crossing was huge back yeah. in back in the pandemic days. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, Switch was was booming that time because mm-hmm. all of all of the non-gamers were actually playing or buying Nintendo Switch. Oh. At the same time, the scalpers of PS5 was there. Because oh, May, yeah. May around May June uh, mm-hmm. was the ano the the release of PS5 here yeah. in the mm-hmm. so the scalpers were practically the boomers that time and um eventually 
Yan. Got the chance to have a PS5 with in no, no scalpers. I haven't uh, even gotten a PS5 myself. No. <laughs> it was mythical back then. Yeah. And we're, 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 we're supposed to be the rich guys because we never got COVID, right? <laughs> <laughs> but basically, the the game the uh, uh the, the actually according uh, to latest studies, uh, if you have a PS5, the more likely you'll get COVID too. I think oh that's my gosh! Forget, <laughs> forget <laughs> mud. The were, they spent their money I on the PS5. Got COVID when I got back home, so oh, we get the chance to live two months in Victoria Court then. By June, we get back, got the chance to get back home, and by that, and by that, on June, I got the the COVID virus and was was on a quarantine facility for two weeks. Uh, two months. Did you, of Victoria Court? Did you I, I can barely last two hours. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> thank God. Look, look, we're all. Tita Joel, I got the chance to play on Vita. Oh, yeah. The Vita. Vita. Yes. Oh, it is excellent. Yes. This was my, ano, my, um, kasangga on the boredom of going in the facility. Kasi my Vita was also uh, modded. So, mm-hmm. well, I got yes. some PS1 uh, retro art game and so. So, I was not bored and I was not, um, actually, went insane. it's like, it's like uh, look at I'm look at JDM. <laughs> I'm in vacation mode that time. That's it. The COVID started my gaming, you know, gaming journey and my collecting journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and by June, um, Bell, mm-hmm. Bell Valenzuela was mm-hmm. contacted because by June I started streaming. Because sabi ko might as well stream habang wala actually i'm also a photographer and that time photography was dead so mm. I, so i no um, gigs no, no gigs, gigs. Yeah. so i decided what's the um i uh, asked myself ano ba yung pwede kong gawin mm. to earn money and mm. to socialize aside from kasi hindi ka pwedeng lumabas eh there's yeah, still you lockdown yeah so I decided to stream, mm-hmm. yeah, stream retro games, and then all of a sudden, um, Bell Valenzuela contacted me PM. Nakita niya ako sa stream, and then, yes. then, then that's the story behind me going mm-hmm. to PRG. And... Actually, that as a corollary, might as might as well might as well put that out there. Because of the pandemic, that was when streaming boomed. Everybody yes, got into it. Yeah. And uh, Raymond because Raymond, of uh, because Raymond of the COVID and yeah, mm. the uh, the, uh, the streaming mm. um, boom to the uh, in the Philippines and yeah. I think so far in the world. Eh. Yes, so, honestly, yeah, it, it. It, yeah. To 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 Raymond's point, it's it's when well, my, our home organization, Pinar Retro Gaming, really stood out. Like uh, we had a bumper crop of people who were streaming both retro games and modern games, and we found all of these amazing people: Raymond Orendes, JDM, um, uh, Jen Dehusis, everybody, all the people who, who are part of Pina Retro Gaming right now, a majority of them honestly just came from the streaming time. Uh, like I said, uh, gaming in the time of COVID. Everybody started streaming. Everybody started uh, playing games in order to socialize, maybe to make a little bit of cash on the side. 
And those were the times when streaming, both good and bad, started coming out. The, the good side was, you know, retro gaming side, people playing for the love of the game, and the other side were what 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 we termed sando streamers, ladies who kind of, you know, had a maj- uh, about seventy five percent of their stream themselves showcasing <laughs> themselves and a small window with with video oh, games on the corner. So you know, I mean, everybody had a hustle back then, and yeah, yeah, everyone hustled. Everyone hustled. I, I agree. Everybody and started. People, um, and most of us uh, hustled through, mm. through streaming at the same time. Uh, yeah, nabudol nyo ako. Mm. <laughs> and we found Raymond. Yeah, we're, we're so happy yeah. to have the, him. Um, the, the Boodle Masters were there. The... The people you you should buy that one. You should. Buy oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's to, uh, Raymond's uh, pertaining <laughs> to this uh, term called budol in the Philippines, which is uh, uh, like a term for we're kind of inciting you to buy something. Like they're influencing you, uh, me. That, that's kind of cool. Ano, you should buy that. They're influencing <laughs> me to, um, to buy more retro games. Mm, there you go. Yeah. So, it, we uh, they were not insisting oh. it. They were. Co- yeah. uh, it was a comp- uh, it was a compulsion. Yes. They were compelling him you to should. buy this. They were compelling him to buy that. Yes. <laughs> This is very profound what I'm about to say. Mm. This pandemic, a lot of people died. A lot of people died. Mm. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. I knew I had, I had a relative who died. I had a manager who I used to work for who died, mm. or, who, who I won't miss. But, you know, those, <laughs> there are, there are, there are, sadly, look, people did die. People did pass away. And it made us appreciate life more. You know, everyone here on or news on like, like gaming is is an escape. Yes, it's fun. It's okay within reason. But then you know, there, there's things that, that sometimes we look at games and we think it's five pounds more than I pay. Or maybe another time. I buy it tomorrow. I buy it tomorrow. But tomorrow never comes. Today seize the moment. Buy the game. That's what I say. Buy. Just do it. Just do it. Buy this thing. Personally, I personally handed some people that being dead because of COVID. Ah, so, yes, yes, of course, of course. Yeah, it's a sad thing I, about... Uh, you, you, you go through life missing out on a video game that you, you wish you kind of would have played before you died. Don't do that. Mm. Don't be that person playing video game. I mean, for yeah. me, look, I, how did it, how did the pandemic affect me, or was what was I doing during lockdown because of games? Well, I bought this lovely toy. I know I've, got, I've gone on about it in the past, but um, uh, there's two things that I got. It was this okay. thing. Now this mm-hmm. came out over mm-hmm. November 2019 for us in the UK. It was delayed, but this is mine and Sudan's favorite consoles because we are the Sega Mega Man. For the audio um, portion, uh, describe it for the for the audience. The audio portion for us. This is a one. Oh, sorry, what I'm holding up is a Sega Mega Drive Mini. Okay. Uh, it's known as the Sega Genesis Mini for those um, less sophisticated people in America. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that. I love my big Yeah, kids. right. Okay. All the Genesis mm-hmm. for America. Um, and as you can see, it came with 42, 42, 42 preloaded games, which mm-hmm. are great. Now, obviously, as the pandemic started to take off, because we heard about all the reports at the end of 2019 happening, and 2020 is where, really, from what we knew, when it started to happen really bad. 2020 was a terrible year. But... In terms of this system, I, I bought it. I know Sega had had really what had damaged their brand was these at games minis that had come out uh, yeah. before. Mm-hmm. 
this was the official one that Sega built in-house with it. This is beautiful. And um, apparently, just it didn't take long to get hacked because that January, someone had already hacked this system and you could add more games to it. And during that 2020 year, I was locked at home. I thought, God, I'm bored. I've got nothing to do, man. I looked on the internet and I found people that were hacking this. And obviously, there was a Super Nintendo classic. I, I took it upon myself to start a project with all this free time I had being locked up at home, being isolated. Because even, even us train drivers, if we were in contact, the rule was in the UK, if you're in contact or a member of your family gets COVID, you have to isolate, okay? <laughs> I had to, my brother's a doctor in a hospital, so he's going to get COVID. So I, I had to isolate two weeks because of him. My mother works at a supermarket selling food to hundreds of people that come through in contact with her. So she, she got COVID, so I had to isolate. My dad's an immigration officer at the airport. Guess what? He got COVID. I had to isolate. I had six weeks of doing nothing, yeah? Sitting at home, I had to do something, right? So I decided to mod this thing. But not only did I not just not only did I put every single Mega Drive game, no, that wasn't enough for me. I put every single Master System game on it, Sega FG 1000, Mega CD, 32X, it's all on here. So I put basically most of the retro, pretty much all of Sega's, you know, um, retro video games here before pre-Saturn. And um, I put it on, on YouTube, sorry, not YouTube, I put it on um, Facebook and showed everyone what I'd done. There's some people who sent me private messages saying, hey Viraj, can you do the same thing for me? And they're in London or whatever, fine, you can come over, I'll do it for you. For a fee, of course, because I'm not a communist. So yeah, they were happy, you know, and that, that, that's what I, I did. And it was, it was such a, a joy. And I still actually continue making, working on this book, this homebrews and all sorts. This is my, the ultimate way I like to play Mega Drive. It's so good, in fact, I even um, managed to get um, Sedan to buy one of these. <laughs> yeah, getting him to buy something was hard. But anyway, he, he can now review all the games properly for the Mega Masters. It's an easier way play Mega Drive and using original hardware. Plug it, you're done. You know, what, what? how hard can you get? You know, it works on a HDTV, so it's that. But then for me, in terms of gaming, that, that became the game, modding this thing. I was actually playing with it, yeah, occasionally with games that I missed out on. But the one one game that I, I really fell in love was this lovely thing here. This is called Aliens Infestation. Oh. And um, it's a Nintendo DS game. And I bought it on a whim because I thought, I need to play something. Now, I'm a big Aliens fan. I love the movie. I love the Alien series. Even the Alien 3 and Resurrection and, and the, the ones that weren't received as well by, by a lot of people. I like all of the films. Even, even Alien vs. Predator, Alien vs. Predator 2, which everyone said was rubbish. I still like it. Okay? So I like that. Any Alien film, I, I'll always like to some extent. I have it. Or I have to enjoy it or Predator or whatever. So, yes, it is disappointing because back in the 90s, there were Aliens video games, but half of them were good. Half of them were okay. Nothing really stood out as being great. I mean, I'm the only one that a lot of people talk about is Alien vs. Predator in the arcade by Capcom in the mid-90s. I don't know if you played that one. That was and the that, best. That was the best. Alien vs. Predator. Yep, so you got into it. There, there were a lot. There's Alien Trilogy that came afterwards. And they're all good games. And there's been a few good ones now. Alien Isolation is one that a lot of people, okay? And that was a good welcome yeah. because Alien Colonial Marines was really bad in terms of the glitchy mess that. Um, this one, Alien Infestation, is a handheld 2D Metroidvania style action game yeah okay. and it was developed by a company called way forward sega have published it something so down we have i've told him to play this because it's really good now this game very much is set in the aliens you obviously you can hit the sound effects are literally from the movie that's what makes it really good the graphics are 2d but they're very well drawn um the way the game plays out is there's a story and you get little chapters and you have to navigate through a section in you know whether it's in the gunship whether it's the alien hive or, or whatever it is you have to navigate through it and you've got a squad of four people if the players and if obviously as the idea is to keep them all alive if they die then fair enough you're going 100 percent the game the idea is you go around and you rescue other people etc you solve puzzles you get through the game you fight an alien queen you know you get to go through all that as well 
Um, but I tell you what, there are some jump scares in this, and that's what I love about this game. It's a 2D game, but it makes you jump because the aliens come out of the walls and all sorts of things. And before you know it, you've got to react, you know, and it, it's got you. So it really does have a good challenge to, you know, it, it really is a great game, Devastation on the DS. And I, I'd urge anyone who can, like, get it or play it anyhow, you should give it a go. Because it was one of those late releases on the DS, so it was an unsung hero. So it came out just as the DS was coming to the end of its line and the 3DS came out. And Sega actually, the story is Sega were pressurizing WayForward to hurry up and release this game. And WayForward were like, no, we're not going to half do it. We're going to release it when it's ready. Chill. So they, they waited until the 3DS came out. Sadly, when the 3DS was out, all the focus on the 3DS and the 3DS games, the DS games and what was coming out for that didn't get much press. So this thing came out towards the end of its line and um, not a lot of people bought it. I didn't. I had to buy this during the pandemic. Mm. <clears throat> um, I bought it in the end, and um, it still cost me a bit of money because it, it was a late release even then. But now it's gone up in prices. Like how we talk about our retro game shot up. So this game is a great game for the DS. Give it a go if you guys have the time. But anyway, that's that was me during the pandemic. This kept me sane because it gave me something to do while I was feeling depressed because I because of what was going on in the world. I didn't want to watch the news. The news was the most the, the, the most depressing thing. So this is a good escape. Any no, whether you're in the pandemic or even now, give it a go. If you love aliens, you love Sega, WayForward games, 2D skyscraper, Metroidvania games, I think that ticks a lot of people's boxes here. Give it a go. Right, back to you guys. I just want to finish that, and that's, that's me done. Pretty much talking about this whole thing. Excellent. Um, if um, if I may uh, put a little bit of a break on the conversation, I'd like to acknowledge the people in the chats first, though, yeah. because we're here in Timeless Gamer. We are not just talking among ourselves in the panel. We also like talking people in the chats as well. People who are listening to us, people who are watching us. We love you guys. We absolutely love having you here. First things first, I'd like to acknowledge Barunoroika Gamitage, who says, almost finished Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance during lockdown. So that's definitely a good um, a good game to have uh, played through, uh, and it was it was it was a good game. Uh, let's see another one that I'd like to acknowledge is Daniel Dignodice, who who we know as Dan Dice. We absolutely love the guy, a friend of Pinoy Retro Gaming, who says, "By the time of COVID, I bought a gaming rig." since December 2020. Uh, originally, I have no plans of streaming until my friend streaming Genshin. That's what I started streaming on March 2021. And that's how I met most of the content creators, especially PRG and Retro Gaming. And of course, we have our we have our uh, in-house uh, streamer also, Clark Plambiano, who says, happy podcast, PRG. Very, very happy to have you here, Clark. And of course, the president, the big shot, the big kahuna of Pinay Retro Gaming, Bel Valenzuela says, Good day, team and everyone. Excellent. Very, very happy that Bel Valenzuela, the head of Pinay Retro Gaming, has passed by. So, yeah, it's it's uh, the thing that we love here at Vin- in Timeless Gamer. We love our audience. We absolutely love having you guys here. And we encourage you guys to join the conversation in the chats as well. Not just in the in not just in the podcast, but also in the Pinot Retro Gaming official page and wherever you find us. Just, you know, chat us up. We're we're more than happy to have you uh, to hear what you have to say. Thank Back you to so you, JDM. So Right, I believe we already got um, Viraj um, game, the game that uh, helped him get through the pandemic. How about the others? Uh, let's see, Miss Eileen. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, a couple more people that I'd like oh. to acknowledge here also is uh, Mr. Kurt, Kurt Labrado, who says GPU rise, prices rising up to very, very pertinent information during the COVID pandemic. And of course, Mr. Chino Carlo Mendoza Santilue. 
Santuil, I'm sorry, I'm butchering your name. I'm sorry, uh, Notch. You know? Hello, po, uh, and um, yeah, my pogi po dito. Ako. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> he says there's somebody who who's handsome, and that's him. Yes, absolutely. I completely. Notch. <laughs> no, very, <laughs> very, very happy that you're here, Notch. Very happy, and yeah, that's a pertinent uh, comment from Kurt Labrad, whose new prices rose up like crazy. Everybody was buying up uh, graphic process to put into their PCs because everybody was upgrading their units. Uh, JDM. Yeah, uh, I almost forgot about that one because we were talking about the console, the mm. PS5 and the Xbox Series X, and remember. Um, 2020 was also the year where they where Nvidia uh, announced the RTX 3 3080, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And back then, um, you know, um, for the other source, also cashing in some money, the the Bitcoin miners, right? Because they they like they hoarded all of the graphic. Uh, graphic uh, the video cards to mine for uh, Bitcoin and uh, what do you call that Ethereum yes then, that one and uh, luckily for me I bought a uh, uh, GPU back in uh, January of uh, 20 uh, no uh, June of 2020 when I got my like the half of my 13th month pay um, I was deciding whether to get the PS4 or the uh, the video card that I have. So um, I decided to uh, buy the video card instead because um, most of the games are being ported to the PC, especially the uh, PS4, right? Uh, God of War, you got um, those other uh, PS4 exclusives. So that's a really good buy because a month later, the boom for the uh, Bitcoin mining got high, and the, those miners are getting those video cards for um, like a bunch, like dozens, to mine some bitcoins. So the um, retailers um, increased the price rate because they know that it's going to be um, the video cards back then it's going to be mine it's like the PS5 and the Xbox Series X it's either you get one or you get mugged <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it's really funny because during that era people were selling their old gra- their graphics cards and their computers because they realized yeah. how CX would buy them for and then they came back crying realizing oh I need to buy a new graphics card after a while and it, 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 the price just stayed up they thought it would go down. no 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 <laughs> imagine I, I I bought uh, my graphics card at um, sort of a regular price then um, month or a couple of months after it got uh, like uh, twice as much than it was before so it was like a really um, I got fortunate to get one mm. on a regular on the um, regular price than the like inflated one so, yeah, my my personal choice of cryptocurrency is Dogecoin. You know, the the, the coin yeah. with the dog in it. So, but yeah, the, I I have to admit the GPU crisis uh, prices went crazy. And Kurt Labrada, uh, who said uh, uh, on the chats, actually did say even regular retailers selling at scalper prices. Yes, it's it's very it, that was that was bad. Question I have to ask you guys. Sorry, mm. go ahead, go ahead. 
What's the difference between a reseller price mm-hmm. and a scalper price? Reseller price, you can factor in a good, uh, a reasonable profit margin. Uh, that's yeah. a reasonable profit margin. Not a scalper price. price is it's unreasonable already. We're talking like you know twice the price. Twice the twice. What's the price? It's inhumane almost. Tagalog, it's called balahura. Balahura, yes, that's true. That's true. That's the term for it. In general, there's a fine line between being a reseller and a scalper. A, a reseller can resell for a reasonable price, at least when you negotiate with him. He's still reasonable when it's with his prices, and it's it's not it's not insane when so you're we're talking, talking about, about scalper prices. Well, you know, we're talking about at the start of my video about the place five that I bought. Mm-hmm. My yeah. neighbor, four hundred and fifty pound, and then yeah. I put it out there and think, well, who's going to give me the best price for it? And I sold it for nine hundred one pound. Mm. Does that make me a scumbag scalper? No, that does not make you a scumbag scalper. You are you were reselling a rare item uh, yeah. that was in high demand one time. That's, yeah. Like for know, example, it, just yeah. like search, you know, told in the comment section, mm-hmm. PS Five here was sold around sixty k. Mm, yeah. It's, you were doing it one, yeah, Viraj. You were doing it one time. It was a one-off. A scalper is like somebody who 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 does multiple sales of at insane prices. Really, basically, fleecing somebody. You know? So, so I'm, I'm selling. I'm going to sell this for fifty, right? Because I think that's a fair price. But I've seen yeah. some people selling. I've seen some people selling for like sixty to seventy pounds on eBay. Mm-hmm. So I think, oh, that's. I don't think that's reasonable. But then I look at how do you get a fair price on on retro video games? I mean, you can go on price charting and can say, okay, this is how much it is. But then you look at CEX and what they'd sell it for. But then what you find out in CEX is they don't even have it in stock and they're giving a price for it. So it's mm. like okay, eBay. So it's very hard. It's a very ambiguous ambiguous thing because on one hand it's very close. I'm actually on the borderline between being, you know, a, re- a responsible reseller, but also a scumbag scalper. I'll be. I'll be somewhere <laughs> between- I realized that there is a, there is a demand for these products. There's such a demand, no. and especially the quality of So actually, I, I in, if I can interject, Viraj, Gami Tagle, Baruna Royka, uh, basically handled it perfectly. He he says scalpers are holding up, uh, scalp, scalpers hold up supply and buying stocks mostly. They are the kind of people who amass stocks once they come into the store basically leaving nothing for oh, the commerce so they buy, they buy multiple copies of, of something so they yes. buy like five they, they, they leave nothing for the common consumer yeah. to purchase right. so, like those people who buy the toilet paper then sell yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah that, that that's that's not so much a scalper as it is you know um that's a, a hoarder. Yeah, a hoarder. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I've got for my people. Mm-hmm. That's like a hoarder. You know? <laughs> yeah, Viraj is a hoarder. Oh. <laughs> I'm hoarding, I'm hoarding. I'm going to that's sell it in November, so I don't want to in forever. I do want to put it back on the market. Yes, that's it. That's exactly the, the difference. The fact is that you are doing it as a service. I think you're doing it as a service to people who are looking for these things, yeah. really. And and you're not. I've just I was just talking yeah, to ahead, Joe ahead, about ahead. these Pokemon games that I bought. They don't have yeah. batteries in them that allow you to save anymore. You know, if you buy a Pokemon game now, the batteries are probably flat. So what I'm going to do is I've got my soldering mm-hmm. iron here. Okay, so there it is. Look, I'm going to take take yeah. this, the back the, the cartridge apart, pull uh, unsolder the old battery in there, and then I'm going to uh, put the new battery. I've got buy some new batteries. It's only about a couple of. Them. And then it's yeah. the hassle of taking the old battery and resoldering new batteries in there, so the game will save again. So it will play like it was. Okay, 
What wait, kind of battery does it take, Sorry. Raj? Sorry? What kind That's of battery does it take? Uh, it takes a CR2025 tabbed battery. 2025. Okay. It's not C22, it's 2023. 25, Raj says. 2025. Yeah. It's a different battery as well. It's a CR1616, much smaller battery. Now, the game will save is just that there are timed events and there's a clock on it that's gone flat and that's what the battery's needed for. And these have gone flat too. So I'm providing a service. So I'm buying these things. I'm unscrewing them, putting new batteries in them, reselling them for a bit more money. But I'm providing a service to say, this is the game, the way the game will play when you bought, if you were to buy it new today. You know, exactly. like, so I, I don't think that, I think so on that aspect, you're, you're providing a service. So there's, there's something like that's a very niche thing. I'll just pull out the, the, the thing about individual arts, you're adding value. To yeah. the to what you what you have. So again, like in <laughs> reason, I mean, this is a box Game Boy Advance, and where can you find this? How much are you going to get it for? I mean, I'm put a price here for 140 pounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there you go. You know, I don't think it's like I'm not putting up 200 to 300 like some people might. I think 200 pounds is ridiculous, especially now the Game Boy Advance SP exists, and you can get that for 200. So <laughs> within reason, within reason, you've got the manual in here. So I suppose I'll pretty free game with that price. I'll probably throw in a game with that to make it more valuable. So you've got a solution. I don't like selling boxes. I like selling solutions. You can buy mm. this. You've got a game included. I'll probably throw a Mario Kart in there or something that, that can be enough for the price. So I suppose, okay. it's, it's, I suppose uh, you know, so, so I know we're going off on a tangent here, but this, this has everything to do with the pandemic in the sense that the way gaming has changed. Yes. You know, people are using video games as a form of investment and making money off people who are desperate for these video games, but they can't find it anymore. Yeah. And that's supply and demand. Now, I've made my peace with that. That's capitalism, baby. That's just the way yes. it is. About, it's true, true. It has yeah. to be within reason. It has to be within mm. reason. You can't be, I can't be like taking a rare game, like, uh, I don't know, I've got something here that's rare. Anyway, there's this thing here. Okay, it's mm. quite rare. Boxed and new, yeah? Mm. Now, I, I can, I've seen this go for a lot of money on eBay, yeah, for over 250 okay? Uh, the red one definitely goes for like over 250 because it has uh, this in there, the little wireless thing in there. Now, mm. what am I going to sell these for realistically as a reseller? 250 maybe 230 somewhere between there, because that's fair. That's how much it should be, really. But there are some people that are like selling it for 270 You're thinking, what, what, is it made of gold? No way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Those, yeah. These mothers, you know, gold filings from their teeth and put it in the cartridge. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with this? Like, this game is not, like, you know, it, like, people aren't stupid as well. I will never yes. ever install intelligence to my customers because a scalper will know the, the meaning of it. Because, um, you know, if you put a price more than what it's worth, people just laugh at you and say, I can get, that game's not worth this. Like, I remember watching this one guy on YouTube and he was complaining about this. And he mm. said, he wanted God of War for the PS2, the first God of War game, right? Okay. Now we know that game's 15 bucks. Yeah, we all know it's a 15 buck game. Yes. This guy was selling it at a flea market, of all mm. places, for 40 bucks! 40 bucks! <laughs> and he was, he was complaining about it, yeah? He goes, oh, 40 bucks, that's a bit high. And he goes, okay, I'll do it for 30 then. And then he was like, well, it's a $15 game on eBay, my man. Now, in all fairness, that man might have had a chance if he had it for 20 bucks, yeah? Mm. You're paying for the premium of being there. It's in the store, I can take it. You're not paying for shipping. You not have to worry if you wait for it. Yes. But no, he decided to say, I knew what it's worth and all that. And he, he started to be very antagonistic. Ah, that's the thing. There was no like, meeting of the minds. And then he told you, I'm going to buy on eBay now. So, so people know the value of these things. Don't insult the customer. I don't insult the customer. I know the value, but I'll make sure I do my research before I sell it. I mean, I, I like to say I'm a respectable reseller, mm -hmm. but I do know that there are some things here that I might inadvertently be scalping people for simply because the tools that I have are not giving me an idea of exactly how much that game should be worth. There are some games that aren't even on price charting aren't even on CEX, that are so obscure, I don't know what to price them at. 
Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's not what I want to say is to people listening. Sometimes people people just don't know what their games are worth. So what do we we price at reselling? Obviously, someone wants to make some money. That's fair enough. They want to put the prices up there. What I would urge to anyone who wants to buy video games, retro video games, if they're going to a store, talk to the vendor. Talk to them. Don't just look at the price and walk away and say oh, that's a bit expensive. Say, hey, look, um, I'm interested in your game. That's the price. I appreciate you've got that price. But um, what's the best price you can do for me, my friend? Mm-hmm. Uh, within reason. Can you? Make, I can make you a reasonable offer. Make an offer. That's mm-hmm. what I say to anyone looking to buy retro gaming scenes post COVID because obviously video games are quite expensive now. Just ask because we want to sell this stuff. We don't want to sit. I don't want to sit on this forever, you know. <laughs> well, there you go. Straight from the reseller himself, ladies and gentlemen, ask about the prices because you never know. He we'll might want to strike a deal. Make a deal. With you. JDM, we'll make a deal. All there right. You go. <laughs> make a deal. Excellent, excellent. Uh, JDM, uh, I think it's it's uh, it's that part of the show where we should ask uh, individually what games uh, got us through. Viraj gave us his. Yeah. It's yeah, Alien Infestation. Yeah, there you go. So anyone, uh, any any one or two games that you have been playing mm-hmm. mostly during the pandemic uh, around two, 2020 and 2021. I might as well go first. I I, mm-hmm. I would say my my gaming preferences during the pandemic were very eclectic they they i went from uh, i went to both one side i went was the was the extremely slow side of gaming which is the the simulators um the simulator uh the, the simulator genre of gaming which is the um Uh, one game in particular that I really, uh, that I can honestly say I got into is a game called House Flipper. It's the, it's the game where you, huh? where you buy houses and you, House uh, yeah, House Flipper. It's basically a game where you buy houses and you remodel them. Uh, if you, if you remodel them, you buy houses that have been run down. You go into them, you remodel them, you make sure that they they are up to spec, and you sell them in the market to people who are looking oh. for a particular house. So it's a nice and slow paced game where you you do commerce. I'm I'm sorry, my my internet connection is terrible right now. But yeah, basically, if if you're into any kind of uh, building remodeling type of games, this is the game that I was really very much into. My My daughter introduced this. Wow. She she started uh, because a lot of people were on YouTube playing the game House Flipper, and everybody was getting into buying and selling houses. And it's a, a, a notch actually on the on the audience says, "Oh, I have that too, Sir Joel." And Meron very, si Mara, Tito Joel, na ngayon ko really? Oh, Mara has that too. Oh, there you go. The fact is, you start as. Oh, there you go. Exactly. It's it's a nice, relaxed, fun game where you're not under a lot of pressure to do anything except to clean up the house, to remodel it, to make sure that it looks better from the mess the the previous owners had had left it in, and you make money by selling it. Uh, you buy low, you sell high. When you remodel it, it looks so much nicer. You paint it different colors. You arrange the furniture. You throw out all the trash. You kill all the cockroaches. So that is the the gameplay loop that you get into. It's nice yeah. and relaxed. And the cockroaches are real. I mean, do they move? <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's exactly do I, it. Do, do they actually? 
Yeah, you know, they, 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 they you these cockroaches. The cockroaches, yeah, these little tiny little things. Joel, pati rin plumbing cockroaches, Yes, you make you fix plumbing, you fix you fix the radiators, you fix the you fix the bathroom, you fix everything, the electrical outlets. It's a nice and relaxed game. Honestly, you zen, you go into a zen mode fixing the house and the nice thing about it is you are under no time pressure at all it's for you Tito Joel it's a zen is a mm-hmm. it's a zen system simulator for but for me I think pa para maka stress ano rin yan stress it, rin and Ray, Raymond will have a lot of stress playing this game because he does this on a daily basis at home anyway <laughs> I wish but it was that easy to why would I want that? You know, I do this for, for but this reminds me, of, like, you know, that computer game you had, the one where you um, like build your own computer and sell yes, it. PC building yeah, simulator, yeah. the game that JDM hates. Okay, there you go, because he does it day to day. This has definitely got similar tropes to that because you're actually you got a bit of you got something, you got an asset, and mm. you're, you're trying to make it better to make you money. So yes. in that case, it was a PC, that was small scale, and this is a house, so it's obviously a much bigger it, thing. It, in a way, it's a lot like what you do, Viraj. You acquire so you, you acquire a piece of, of GBA hardware, uh, software, you, know, you fix it, it up, and then you sell it for a profit. Technically, it's that's, that's why That's why you and I didn't get COVID, because we have this sort of thinking, innit? We've got the money, <laughs> A lot of people get this sort of gaming, you know what I mean? You know, find ways to, to make some serious cash in the briefcase, you know? But it's mm. really good. You know, but I think obviously this is a really clever game. Obviously, what people do, and even in the United Kingdom with the real estate market, it's ridiculous. Mm. It's the second most expensive place to live in the world, in London especially. It's the most mm. expensive to live in, being after San Francisco. So, yes, a lot of people are into buying properties and flipping them, you yes. know, doing them up and flipping them. Obviously, that's actually stagnated because of the way things are with the market. Now, I don't want to mm. go into but it's typically a thing that people do, you know, and it, this, I suppose this is really clever because it sort of gives people an insight into that world, you know, and I think it definitely has its people that will be attracted to, oh, let's give this a, it's a lot say, of, it's not going to cost you anything. It's mm, exactly. It's, it's all fantasy. It's not the real thing. Sometimes a fantasy is all you need, you know, Billy Joel. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> it, so that's, that's what my, my first game that really got me through the pandemic. Uh, mm-hmm. A little bit of an acknowledgement to Notch in the, ch- in the chats. Sorry mm-hmm. for an off-topic question, but anyone playing Baldur's Gate 3? I haven't started off on that mm-hmm. one yet, Notch. Yeah. I do want to, because I've played Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. Excellent, excellent games. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometime in the future, once Baldur's Gate come, 3 c- goes down in price, I'm definitely going to get myself a copy and play through it. And, oh, uh, Notch also says, Power Wash Sim is good too. Not sure if that's the right title. Yes, Power Wash Simulator. I've tried that on Game Pass. It's a lot of fun. Basically, you're power washing those property, making sure that it's nice and clean. And I got that. Yeah, simulator, naman, Tito Joel, is fun for you. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, Raymond, is, Raymond makes a good point. A lot of simulators are a lot of fun for me. Maybe it's because of the fact that during the time of pandemic and COVID, this is the thing that kind of got you out of the house and allowed you to. Mm-hmm. Really, really, kind of imagine how things were outside of the outside of your own home since you were trapped like a rat there. This is your way of trying to reach out to the outside world and kind of imagining and pretending that you're doing something uh, that really that really is a little bit different from what you're doing day to day, which is just hunkering down, wiping your your groceries with Lysol wipes, making sure that you don't get infected. <laughs> so my the second game that I wanted to highlight, um, oh yeah, GDM, go ahead. I think uh, Ninong Joel will like the Thief Simulator as well because oh, I think this is, yes. this is me pre. 
I think House Flipper is the prequel to um this <laughs> simulator that's a really good point jbm yeah there is a thief simulator raven there is a thief simulator and i do simulator. have it and I, i have to try it actually i think you have it on our... steam you have it on uh nintendo switch as well yes on nintendo Or, switch as well surprise joel you mm. you you and mara should talk about why Simulator. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm absolutely sure. Mara has a lot of it, and actually, maybe we can do an episode with um, simulator, simulator yeah. games, right? Okay, but well, sounds future. like a really good idea. Tres Natad of 3K, Tres uh, Quetta Gaming, 3K Gaming was the one who streamed Infinite Retro Gaming Thief Simulator. I got interested in Thief Simulator. I have to try that out, and of course, the second genre that I got really into during the time of COVID was racing games racing games particularly this one forza horizon 3 forza horizon 3 is a racing game that i spent so much time on during the during the lockdown because again uh, i like to drive well not like but it's something that i do as as an obligation as a dad shuttling my daughter and my wife around and everything but this one is competitive driving uh, you get all these exotic cars all these amazing all these amazing vehicles true to life physics and uh, high octane driving so Forza Horizon 3 on the Xbox was really what got it was something that I got into because of the fact that another uh, again it is something that you get to do that you got to do during the time of covid because you were uh, you could not do during the time of covid because you were everything was locked down nobody could go out fantasy world everybody wanted to do something other than what they were doing as a corollary during the time of covid i noticed that a lot of people were streaming a game called bus simulator i'm not quite sure if anybody remembers that time uh every you couldn't turn uh just to, to any streaming yeah to any streaming uh genre or or channel without seeing people play uh bus driving here if if you guys remembered uh if you guys might remember that that game it, it, bus driving simulator was left and right everywhere yeah it was it was it was big uh back then back in 2020 no but i mean that's that's the that's the side quarter of 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 steam raven that that uh that you have to <laughs> click on uh adults allowed portion but yeah but simulator bus simulator was the game that yeah, everybody was playing everybody was playing oh, no chino and dami mm-hmm. lang viewers for this yeah Kasi it's mm-hmm. kind of patok here in the philippines where mm-hmm. streamers stream bus simulating that like mm-hmm. there's there there patok eh patok mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a big thing it became a huge thing for filipinos Yeah, no, there was there were modifications of bus simulator where you could drive jeepneys. Because jeepneys are are the national vehicle in the Philippines where people would. Oh, and uh, the notch says they do role play too. Very okay. true, very true. A lot of people did role play on bus they simulator do, where they would they, they would pretend too? they would they would pretend yeah, role bus play. drivers role play. And... They have this uh, like the towels with the good morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that because you know bus drivers have towels around their necks and you kind of get to wipe away their sweat. Those were the games that got me through uh, times of COVID, and I guess it, it, it's the thing that it's the thing that really solidified my my wanting to go out. The the simulator mm-hmm. games and the driving game. That's my COVID gaming. Back to you, JDM. All right, so 
How about uh, I remember that one? Uh, no, Notch says uh, the the song that was featured. A uh, music was dying inside to hold you, and and it, with with the frog mix. I, I forgot who the I forgot who the one who sang "Dying Inside to Hold You" was. Ah, ah, ah shoot! But that was that song is etched into my memory. Honestly. Starting out just another day. Yeah, that one. <laughs> All right, back to you, JDM. All right, so weird. Um, uh, Ninong Joel's uh, games, uh, games that he um, played during the pandemic. How about Miss Aileen? So for me, before I start, uh, one thing I want to add with the gaming scene during the pandemic is that gaming stores and publishers gave out free games. You know, like Joji uh, gave like a set of gaming packs. I forgot the list, but it's like a minimum of like ten or fifteen. Uh, Steam also maybe gave away some games. Epic does on a periodic basis. And I remember vividly the modern Tomb Raider game was given away for free. So that was one of the games that um, helped me through the pandemic. Because I was... Uh, back then, I played Tomb Raider 1 up to 3. And I wasn't, ab- I wasn't able to play the games after that. So the modern Tomb Raider was like a big surprise for me, especially that it's uh, what you call this. There's the quick time uh, moments in the game, which the original games didn't didn't have, and of course it's no longer the polygons that we know from the old uh, Tomb Raiders, you know, polygon Lara, and um, other games as well. Um, it gave me time to replay GTA San Andreas because we know it's one of the long, longer games in the trilogy because the map is quite vast and there's lots of things you can do in the game. And because I love GTA, I love driving fast there. The bus simulators and other games would be so boring for me <laughs> because you have to observe the traffic rules, right? Yes, that's true. That's very true. Yes, and other games. Um, it's my first time trying Yakuza in the pandemic, so I bought Yakuza Kiwami, or maybe it was free on uh, what you call this the site Humble Bundle. They um, gave out free games, and I think I got Yakuza from <laughs> one of the bundles there, so I got lucky, <laughs> and I enjoyed um, the gameplay of it, um, everything because I what I grew up with was Shenmue, and The gameplay is very similar, and the themes. So I had lots of fun with it. Was beating up people, mm, <laughs> yeah. beating up bad luck, not people, <laughs> because I love action games. Beat them up. So this appealed to me. And another game is Sleeping Dogs. Oh, Sleeping I love Dogs! That game. Really nice, really nice one. Another and I was able to play it. Yes, I was able to play it after a trip to Hong Kong back in 2019, and I was able to. Like feel the vibe in the game, and I found a website that pointed out the similarities of Hong Kong, the actual place, the uh, into the game. Like the trash bin has stickers in Hong Kong; it's actually present in the game. And when you uh, cross the road, the traffic, the pedestrian lights, or whatever, you would hear like ting 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 ting. There's something like that. Even the game captured that. So even the the Jumbo, the jumbo, jumbo restaurant. Uh, it's unfortunately gone now because it was towed away. It, let's uh, say, it got bankrupt. Or I'm not sure how to say the status yeah. of that business. But then, as they towed it away, it it reportedly sank. So 
at least you can relive the jumbo restaurant in Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> ah, yeah, there you go. Sleeping Dogs was amazing. Honestly, I, I, I Miss Eileen <laughs> and I share the same experience. I did get to visit uh, Hong Kong way back in 2003, if I remember correctly, during the time of SARS, and because it was extremely cheap back then. And the playing Sleeping Dogs, you and you know Hong Kong, it's accurate. Ac- uh, it's really, it, it's really, t- it's really as accurate as you can possibly get when it comes to environment. So, uh, but let me just acknowledge first, um, uh, Boss Jeff, Tito, uh, Jeff Sabdalia, Tito Popoy on on the chats who says, "Patok Jeep Yon." Yes, uh, Boss Jeff did say that uh, jeepneys were were a modification in in bus simulator. Anyway, back to you, Miss Eileen. And so, apart from that, uh, one of the other games is Mafia Two because oh, I was yeah. just getting into the game. I started Mafia One before the pandemic, and uh, in the pandemic, I was able to play the second one. And it was such a nice game with very cinematic vibes, great story, and I want to say something, but it's spoiler alert. I'm just gonna, gonna skip that. Gangster, Gangster. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to notice a pattern with this uh, Miss Eileen being being nice yeah. and being being meek and everything. Her 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 choice of games are extremely violent. I noticed this because I have a friend who like, like bang bang. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm starting to notice uh, Miss <laughs> Miss Eileen is showing off, uh, showing, uh, letting loose her repressed side yeah. through her video gaming. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because I have a friend who's uh, quite, let's say, more of an extrovert, and she likes, she she tends to play more calm, calmer games. I'm a well, let's say, reserved person. And I tend to play these violent games, stimulating games. I guess it's the opposite. Yeah, like, I'm already a quiet person. I like some excitement in my video games. So don't, don't like give me... personal, Eileen. Baka, ano ka, baka you're a violent person. Huh? <laughs> you don't want to meet up with Miss Eileen because she might actually be violent yeah. in real life. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm not. We'll take Miss Eileen for her word. Yeah. It's always go. the quiet ones. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Excellent. Very good. Very good, Miss Eileen. Uh, who wants to go next? Yeah. How... Uh, Raymond. Yes. How about you, Raymond? Your yes. gaming. Uh, what are the games that you have uh, played mm-hmm. during the pandemic? Yes. So that time I started speed running for the Resident Evil series. Oh, nice! Uh, pandemic. So I started speed running Resident Evil One, the remastered. At the same time, Resident Evil Three and Resident Evil Two, the remake one. So it's um <clears throat> basically that's the, the the games that I usually you you uh played <clears throat> on the uh, on the part where pandemic is occurring so i got the chance to play resident evil zero um speed running resident evil one speed running resident evil two and three then four then the og ones the og og one the og two the og three and so far so good yeah uh, they got the, uh, the horror games um make my game gaming um <clears throat> a lot more uh, gaming a lot more better yeah so uh, even though i do like horror games Eileen, i'm not uh, ano, i'm not a zombie <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> At the same time, I do reconnect on my fighting game enthusiastic side. So, Fight Cade was there. Oh, so yeah. I, yeah. Just like, I, I, I bought a Pandora actually. I bought a Pandora for uh, for the fighting games. So, yeah, that's it. So, Pandora, Fight Cade, um, Resident Evil, that's the games that revolves around me when pandemic eh, when pandemic strikes so, yeah. Yeah, no more Pepsi Man JDM huh? <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi Man is a challenge that JDM uh, issued to all the Pinoy Retro yeah. Gaming members and we all had to comply and uh, it, honestly it was, it was a good time but huh. yeah in Raymond's case it was horror games and fighting games when you combine them you fight horror okay so that I is, agree that with Kuya is... uh, Raymond uh, because I remember, if I remember correctly, um, the Resident Evil 3 remake was released um, around April, March or April. Uh, because I got it, I played the whole week and then I finished it um, the whole week. And, and it was quite a short game, but it was fine. It, it's not, um, it gave tribute to the original game. Guys, but it's guys... much shorter. It's it's much yeah. shorter than the original um, Nemesis. Oh, okay. Right. You guys are gonna have to forgive me. I'm gonna have to start opening up stuff here to catch up on the things that I that I ordered off of Amazon uh, during the time that I was away. So anyway, continue. Okay. So who's next? Um, how about Sergio? Mm-hmm. Me. Um, around late 2019. That was the time. Um, uh, when is... COVID started happening here yeah. in Sydney, have a quick I lost job. my job is, at the time. This is yours. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> already? <laughs> yeah, it's here already. Okay. Yay! <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, late 2019, uh, I lost my job at the time. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry to hear that. And uh, uh, and you, you guys need to uh, you guys need to remember uh, to those who are listening. Um, so it, it's just me and my wife at the time. I have no other means of entertainment, or I don't know anybody else. It's just me and my wife, right? You're so vid- video games, uh, video games are, are all that I had. Um, so at the time when uh, uh, when I was still um, hoping for the next uh, for the next job opening, it it did went, uh, I did suffer some depression of it, but for me to cope. On a time when, uh, when when COVID is starting to hit, uh, I'm not I'm not sure if it's a, a it's a defense mechanism, but with all of my savings at the time, if Serviraj was the seller, I was the buyer compulsively. So I started <laughs> yeah. buying all of the uh, uh, retro JRPGs that I could find uh, on eBay, and I burned most of my savings uh, uh, just by doing that. Maybe it's because I just wanted to feel something, you know, uh, at the time. Uh, it was a very dark time, a uh, dark period, uh, on a personal note. And then I started, and I'm like, okay, if I'm not doing anything at home. I, 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 was, pretty, I was pretty much stayed at home at the time. And I'm not doing anything. So, um, so I, I revived my YouTube channel. I started game vlogging. Um, I would buy a lot of stuff from eBay, and then I'll do, and then I'll just, uh, I'll just point it, I'll just point a camera at it, and then I'll do some unboxings, and I'll just tell everybody, oh, this is my pickups today, this, 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 that, and that, and then a lot of people were doing streaming, so I, so I figured, okay, 
with the games that I'm getting, I might as well uh, do some streaming as well. So I so uh, I bought some equipment, the cheapest one that I could find, which is weird. I'm buying the expensive games, and then I'm, I'm and I'm buying my streaming equipment for dirt cheap, right? Um, so uh, for the games, I was um, that got me through for the last two years since COVID hit. Um, Lost Odyssey. Xbox it's the oh, first game that I stream. Well, I already played this before. Um, right before we flew here in Australia, this is the game that I was playing, and then um, and then I uh, uh, I just stopped because we were because I was uh, because we were uh, we, we were facilitating <laughs> the paperwork to get here. But I continued this one, Lost Odyssey, so I was able to finish this finally. And then the next game uh, that I streamed and finished was. Magic Knight Ray Earth. Ooh, another, another one of the, another one of those games that costed an arm and an, an arm and a leg. I keep say, I, I keep telling to, I keep telling to the guys, I am burning through my savings, and this was not cheap to get. Mm. So, um, the Thank next you. game that I played, uh, that I finished, was Chrono Cross for the, uh, for the, uh, mm. for the PlayStation One. At the time, I, I got this as a bundle. There was this, uh, there was this. Uh, seller in the U.S. was selling his Final Fantasy Chronicles Anthology seven, eight, and nine, all five of those, and I won the and I won the auction. And as a bonus, he threw in Chrono Cross as a extra. Nice. And out, out, and out of all of the PlayStation One JRPGs that I had at the time, uh, this was the. Uh, my brother played this, and I'm like, "What's the big deal about this game?" I could have played. I could have played uh, Legend of Legaya. I could have played Sayuki. I could have played Hoshigami, but no, I went. I went straight to Chrono Trigger just to see what the big fuss is about. <laughs> I haven't played Chrono Trigger at this at this stage. <clears throat> I, I didn't even finish Chrono Trigger at the time, so I went straight to Chrono Cross. Why is this being regarded as a as a sequel? Sure, um, I finished it, and I'm like, that's the only reference that you got for Chrono Trigger. Might as well, nah, might as well just be its own game. No. Uh, it did. It, it had no business being called a sequel to Chrono Trigger. If anything, Chrono, Chrono Cross should be uh, slapping Chrono Trigger in the face. <laughs> uh, the next game that I finished after Chrono, uh, Chrono Cross that I streamed was Valkyrie Profile to mm. Silmaria for the uh, for the mm. PlayStation Two. I love the first game. Mm. So I'm I like, like I'm that. Mm-hmm. Valkyrie Profile Two on PS2. Valkyrie Profile Two for the PlayStation Two, and I'm like, okay, so I played. The, uh, I love the. I, I love the uh, the first one, and out of all of the PlayStation Two JRPGs that I had, and I'm like, okay, I love the. I, I got. I, I love the. I love the first one. Why not just uh, play the second one? See uh, see, how, see how it compares, and yeah, um, I still like the first one uh, by comparison. Mm-hmm. But I finished this one, streamed it. And the next game that I played and finished during the uh, during uh, during the pandemic, the next one was Ark Rise Fantasia right. for the Nintendo Wii. Horrible, horrible, horrendous, <laughs> awful, garbage voice acting. Never again. What the hell? Never again. Okay. So and I'm like, I had uh, so I, I had to download the undubbed version of it. Uh, the undubbed guys meaning uh, the Japanese audio, but. With, uh, with the English subtitles, yeah. So I downloaded that one, installed it to my uh, installed, installed it to my Wii. Much better. It it, it made the playthrough a lot bearable. Mm. But anyways, uh, for the hell of it, I did finish it, uh, streamed it, and 
for the last game that I played and finished streamed, and this was during the last legs, the last legs of COVID, Evolution One and Two. Oh yeah, back to back for the for the Sega Dreamcast. Sergey, do you remember this one? Mm-hmm. I fucking hate dungeon crawler games, and this is the <laughs> game that made me realize that. <laughs> um, so uh, anything that resembles dungeon crawling, oh my god, um, that's an uh, that's an automatic uh, no for me. Um, if I'm going to play another dungeon crawling game, well, it depends on the characters. It depends on the on the story. Sure, the next best thing, uh, either I'm going because at the time I was I was thinking. Evolution or Time Stalkers, but at the, uh, but Time Stalkers, ha- I was trying to find a cheap uh, a cheap seller who would uh, who would sell me a, a Time Stalker for the Dreamcast. So I had no choice but to uh, see what this is all about. One of the first JRPGs for the Dreamcast, though, eh, might as well. But yeah, uh, I finished I finished both games back to back. So all of these games that I had here. Um, I made video game reviews of it. I did vlogged it. So vlogging, streaming, I did I did all of those for uh, oh mm. vlogging, streaming, and collecting. Yeah, I yeah I did all of those during uh, during the two years of of the pandemic. I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it today. But um, but at the time, it, uh, at least it it gave me such a distraction from all of the negativities that I the, the negativities that I was fa- uh, that I felt at the time. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, like like a lot of people people are saying, gaming really does provide someone comfort. Yes, it might be juvenile, but you may never know what are the circumstances about why they choose gaming as an escape. It provides a short comfort, a short escape, but rather than the alternative. Yes. Right. Rather than the tragic alternative. Yes. It's better a quick escape into fantasy than an escape from life, you know, altogether. That's it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right. Um, And uh, Gideon. I guess that leaves me to (laughs) uh, discuss the games that I have played. So for me, it's a variety of games. Uh, I played a variety of games during the pandemic. Uh, but what I remember uh, back then was I started playing the um, Far Cry games, especially Far Cry 5. Oh, yeah. Uh, because uh, before the pandemic, I played the uh, fourth game, uh, Far Cry 4, which was um, the setting was in the place called Kairat, which was... Um, Like a fictionalized version of India or su- northern part of India, like uh, somewhere in the Himalayas, uh, like that. Yes. One with the snow, right? So um, I played that uh, before the pandemic. So I decided. So I got my new PC. I got my new. Um, uh, I got my new video card back in June of 2022. Why not? Uh, play uh, modern games so, so i started with far cry 5 uh, the setting was in hope county in montana, montana. yeah um, montana is like it's not a desert it was like a prairie um, but it's a uh, like temperate place in the us so you got to uh, you got to get um, Uh, you get to see bears, 
the the wolverines i, I think it's a mongoose or a wolverine yeah, that's one thing because it's an open world game so you can do pretty much anything like hunt if you're not into hunting um uh cult leaders you're hunting for um animals like piece bear, of advice bear. piece of advice for anybody playing far cry 5 all the animals are angry and they want to kill you okay yes exactly <laughs> and you need to stay away from bisons because oh yeah they don't they don't discriminate they they, they attack anyone the the cult the cult peoples they the, attack you um, they attack you they attack the civilians they attack anything <laughs> even yeah. if they see like vehicles they will try to tackle those vehicles off the road so it's not just the uh because the premise was you're um you're um following this uh no you're um your law your enemy uh, yeah. yeah you're a law, law enforcement trying to yeah. your, your law enforcement officer trying to trying to apprehend a cult leader, a cult leader. yes right. mm-hmm, that's it and um, honestly it's it, i'll have to interject uh jdm of all the far cries that i've played one all the way to five five is by far my most favorite it is so much fun honestly right. it's it's great fun continue and aside from far cry 5 you also had the sequel called um uh, far cry new dawn it's a direct sequel to the fifth game and you see references from the previous game so i finished that as well but uh what i don't didn't like uh, about it 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 was such a short game and the place is still there it's still in um, hope county but most of the um, the area is inaccessible because of the events that happened in uh, the previous game so what i think of uh, far cry new dawn is it looks like a dlc instead of a like a standalone game because um, the weapons are there some of the characters um the npcs are from the previous game so and then i've also played um wait one moment jdm uh let me ask you as somebody who has already played far cry 5 and uh new dawn is is on the is it worth playing or can i just skip it and go straight to far cry 6 um if you're into the lore of the 5 uh far cry 5 if you would like to know more it's um i recommend the game but yeah, yeah. if you're just a casual like you just want to play this um far cry or an open world uh, game you might uh, it doesn't hurt if you skip the game nice okay it's okay all right and um so so much for the far cry games i've also played a little bit of uh, gta 5 because um back Uh, back in April, that's when Epic started uh, giving out free freebies, right? Free games, and it almost blew the internet when um, they released um, GTA V for free. So I got that, and I played a little bit, and then um, I've also play. I have also tried online games. Like um, it's not Battlefield, but 
It's a World War II game called uh, Heroes and Generals. Um, I played that. You can play as uh, the Allied forces, the Axis, and the um, the the Russian uh, um, army. It's it's like Battlefield but in World War II, and it's much more um, simple because it's um, it's not um, triple A game. It's just a uh, like an indie uh, developer from it's a game from an indie indie independent uh, developer i played that i've also played um, rising storm vietnam so just like heroes and generals but this time it's in vietnam uh, you have um, you play as the uh, the the gis and on the other side it's the uh, the uh, what do you call them the Viet Cong Viet Cong uh, yeah so the the gameplay is pretty uh, realistic because there are times that when um, enemies shoot you you die instantly so depending on uh, which body part you got shot at uh, especially when it's um, in your upper body so it's much more realistic than the uh, battlefield games and then um i've also played some online games especially when uh back when we're still uh, working from home um we have clients from the us mostly they're from texas we do zoom meetings and sometimes we just um co-work or we do some breaks for an hour or two then we play this uh, game called uh the Jackbox games, those party games that they um, uh, they play. Uh, it's like um, playing Scrabble or word games, but um, these are bizarre games that you um, play with uh, a bunch of pe- like a dozen of people. So they just give you like a code where you need to um, enter. They give you a link, then the people will try to answer those questions those weird um, um, games um, mostly they're like uh, uh, it's like family feud or something like that there's a uh, different um, kinds of games in the jackbox game so we used to play that every I think it's every Wednesday where we where we uh, when we do our meet, uh, meetings I even got uh, cat invaded once in a meeting and everyone was just shocked that a cat like a cat tail suddenly appeared on my uh, camera so it was a great experience especially that you're um, speaking with um, people from different parts of the world especially in the US so it's really a great experience um, when we had that um, work from home set up so, so that's it for me my gaming experience for during the pandemic. All right. I Thank think, you for that for JDM. Yes, sir, Joel. I think uh, Ninang Joel is on mute or... Oh, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was asking I was asking JD, JDM if they spoke with their text and accents like this. If, do, they, do they speak with... Do they speak in, draw, in their drawls and all that? No. 
<laughs> um, no, because um, one of our uh, managers was also in the. He also took part in the meetings, and mm. he's from. Uh, he actually he was actually a guest one time in our um, wrestling uh, pro wrestling episode. Oh, cool! Uh, there you go, uh, Sir Ricky Perez, uh, Ricky mm-hmm. Ryden. Mm-hmm. He's I guess he's kind of a, a Latin, so ah. he did not speak the like the accent. But no, that's too bad. We, um, uh, some of our uh, co-workers are in different parts of the U.S. So mm-hmm. some All of right. them are in. Um, In Minneapolis, somewhere mm. in uh, uh, Pennsylvania, I guess. So it was a, 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 a mishmash of accents. All right, very cool. All right, down to you, John. All right. Well, um, where did the time go? It's been two mm. hours already, guys. Right. Yeah. And I think that's enough anecdotes from each panel on what mm. the pandemic meant to them. Each, uh, some, some positive, mm. some negative. Yeah, so we'll just go one by one for our final words and the shameless plugging, of course, before we finally end the show for the evening. Let's go with Sabiraj. Hi there. Uh, you can find me um, on YouTube as part of the Sega Mega Masters with Sedan. Just search Sega Mega Masters, of course. And um, if you, for those who like Sega Mega Drive and 16-bit Sega and even 8-bit Sega Masters, by all means, check it out. We will talk about that. Um, and also, you can find me on the Sega Genesis. Oh, back to you, Joe. All right. Thank you. Uh, final words? Oh, final words? About the whole event. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very sad what happened, but the negatives and positives, the positives is, is it, it, did, it, it brought a lot of people into gaming. That wouldn't otherwise come to it. It brought a lot of people into retro gaming or reverted back to retro gaming. Obviously, that the bad of it is it's it's cut it's put the price of it all up. <laughs> That's the bad side of it. The accessibility isn't there for people on entry level income. So it's good and bad. But hey, listen, there are other ways to play these games. You know, there's other ways to play them. Much more complicated. But hey, listen, it's it's brought a lot more people into this gaming landscape. It's brought me into loving this game. It's brought me in touch with you guys. You know, I found a path to you guys, so I'm here on this podcast with you guys, and I'm enjoying Yay. it. Yay! Yes. Uh, I found, you know, I found solace in it, and it's like, like you mentioned just now, Sir Joe, about how you know the depression is what really plagued us during the pandemic. You know, it, 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 I got depressed. I put my hands up too. I needed something to do to keep my mind distracted from it, and. Yes, mental health cases went through the roof during the pandemic because people aren't used to being isolated. We are social creatures for the most part. Yes, there are some people I, you know, that I just totally don't want to be in touch with. But there's a lot of us who just couldn't stand it. You know, they had to, they had to have some social interaction. Again, that's, that's another thing. But I found social interaction with you guys through a hobby that we all mutually. So there's, there's good, there's good, there's something good that came out of it. That's what I want to say. Not all things. Back to you. Sir. That is true. Thank you for that, Sir Viraj. How about Ms. Eileen? Final words about COVID in gaming and where can they find you? Uh, for me, what I found during the pandemic is that I was thankful that I have still all my friends and relatives uh, survived the pandemic. I'm very grateful for that. And Amen. we got more time to play video games during the lockdown. I was able to start streaming and I was able to meet many streamers, friends from across the pond and even here on PRG. I met all of you through streaming, and I'm thankful for that. Got new friends, and um, COVID is still out there. So everybody, please be careful, even if it's um, milder these days. It's still out there. 
And as for me, where you can find me is that is if you can find me if I have time to stream. It's on Twitch. <laughs> if you can find me, I'll, yeah, if you can find me, I'm on Twitch <laughs> and YouTube. She's under the truck in Viridian City. How about our Joel? All right. Uh, final words about uh, gaming during the time of COVID. It was it was a time where everybody went a little bit insane, and the, the effects are lingering uh, to this day. But we realized that life is short. Life is short. Life um, comes at you really fast, and if you don't, if you don't appreciate it, you might lose what little little time you have left in this world. Me being personally being on the two thirds mark of my life, I certainly appreciated the fact that there what there will come a time when this will all be gone, and you had better enjoy what you have now and what you how how you're living your life today. So live life, live life to the fullest. Live life to the like it's your very live every day single day like it's your very last and make sure to give everybody that you love everybody that you know that you love everybody that you love know that you love them because of the fact that you might not get the chance again so again you can find me in kick.com under banyang native and on twitch.tv under banyang native hashtag fufb and you will be able to see me post in various places like the pinoy retro gaming official page and in my personal page uh joel Buckley and banyang all right back to you joe all right thank you for that sir joel and how about sir ray final words about gaming and lockdown and where can they find you Ah, uh, you're on mute. Still on mute. There you go. Dito sa bahay, Charon. Yeah, we're in, in, in his home. Okay, that's what he said. Okay. Ah, uh, parang ma, tagalogin ka na lang. Yung COVID kasi, it's parang ano, naging way for people to reset. For me, ah, for me. It's time, ah, uh, yung people is, ang COVID is naging tulay for people to reset, to muni-muni, na, well, Family pa rin. Family first every, in everything else. Trabaho ka ng trabaho. Tapos, solo ba siya din? Ay, nablink ka ba na eh? Bigla ka. Oh, in the stop lang. Yung ibang, um, ibang kamag-anak mo, nawala. Yun. You should have time for you and for your, for yourself and for your family. And at the same time, yun nga, yun nangyari. Nagkaroon na tayo ng time para sa sarili natin. We do have the time for each, uh, for our first uh, in our own self so nakapaglaro tayo yung ganun and anyhow you can catch me dito sa bahay hindi I mean sorry um by the way nanano na ako um magpa-plug lang ako um we're going to have PRG we're going to have an event and it's from Geek Geek Competicon this coming September 16 to 17. So, may pa-tournament kami. It's called Marvel vs. Capcom Tournament. So, ayan. Kikita nyo naman, courtesy of retro, Pinoy Retro Gaming. And, well, may mga ibang events din dyan. Um, taka, pakita ko lang din yung event. Um, so, ito yung mismong event. Pakita ko na lang sa inyo, guys. And it's called uh, Hyper Game Mode On sa Ayala Circuit Makati. Mm-hmm. Alright? So, okay. if you're free, this coming September 16 to 17, you can catch us. We have free-to-play area there. Um, from day one and day two, we're there. And at the same time, 
the day two of the Marvel vs. Capcom tournament will be held. So, if you have time, you can catch us there. Um, yeah. And that's it, Tito, Joel, Sergio. Okay. All right. Thank you nice. for that for, uh, survey. Oh, how about the guy with the idea for this episode? So, JDM, final words, and where can they find you? All right. So, first, um, thank you so much, guys, for uh, joining us in our discussion for tonight. We really appreciate it, and we really all we also appreciate your comments back uh, here on the chat. And I know um, COVID, um, this pandemic, um, it's sad. Um, there were people who lost their lives, as well as their um, lost their livelihood during the uh, pandemic. And I learned that. Um, just like what Kuya Raymond said, it's like a reset button for us to like uh, think that uh, it made us think that we need to pause and stop for a while because it's um, during this uh, before the pandemic everything was um, like going so fast and I believe this is a time that we need to uh, sit and think. Um, what's going to happen next maybe um, it's a time for us to um, uh, spend time with our loved ones especially with the um, it's the it's a good thing unlike uh, in during the Spanish play we don't we don't have this technology that um, can bring uh, people closer together uh, because of the um, internet uh, we have the internet now we can talk to anyone who's abroad or someone very uh, remotely away from us. So it also, uh, I believe the pandemic also brought people together. Um, it's also um, the reason why I met um, like-minded people, uh, uh, mostly in the Pinoy Retro gaming community. I discovered that um, it's not just gaming. You have you all. You can also do things, different hobbies. Um, you have more time with your loved ones and uh, just uh, live your life to the fullest. So, um, for me, you can find me on Twitch, also here on Facebook Gaming, uh, One Two Three Go Retro. Recently, I haven't streamed a lot because of my work, and I did have some um, uh, medical um, issues. But I'm fine now. Uh, maybe this week or in the upcoming days, I'm going to stream more regularly. So please do catch me out. Uh, uh, check my page out in Facebook Gaming and on Twitch. All right. Thank you for that, Sir JDM. So um, a few uh, so final words in regarding uh, with COVID. Out of all of the bad things that the uh, that the panel mentioned earlier, what I forgot to mention, Thomas Gamer is a product of COVID. Yes. Like out of all of the boredom that we had, like for the last two years, uh, this podcast was a uh, uh, was a was a brainchild of of board gamers and gaming collectors um, <laughs> who thought, okay. Um, uh, we are, we have nothing better we have nothing better else to do. Let's just uh, do a show, talk about the things that we like, right? And um, this show has been uh, uh, we met a lot of people all throughout uh, all throughout the months that we've been doing this show. Um, 
a lot of games that we haven't heard of coming from different uh, different panels that, uh, that we had. And we were able to discover a few genres, a few gaming titles that we never thought of even playing. And um, we uh, it also brought us to Sardan, people like Serviraj as well. And, uh, and, uh, and people from Pinot Retro Gaming for assimilating Timeless Gamer to their, uh, to their org- organization. So, there are, uh, so like Viraj, Sir, uh, like Viraj mentioned, there are good things that, that came out, uh, that came out uh, uh, with COVID. As for the um, some plugs, another plug, uh, uh, Pinoy Retro Gaming is also uh, holding uh, holding out its Retroton. Uh, they call it Purse Three Retro uh, Retroton. Every month, it is open to all of the streamers uh, who are willing to join in. Just drop a message to the Discord uh, channel of Pinoy Retro Gaming. Uh, as far as I know, it's usually being held every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday during the weekends. And like Sir Ray mentioned earlier, Marvel vs. Capcom Tournament Geek Pop this coming September 16th to 17th. Uh, free to play uh, with uh, with the Pinoy Retro Gaming Ayala Mall Circuit Makati in uh, Metro Manila. So, yeah. And as for the show, the next episode that we're about to do will be uh chrono trigger and um and the good the bad and arguably the ugly sides of chrono trigger we will have sir dancer virage and uh well those two uh, <coughs> uh, uh, those two who will be uh, leading the persecution so mm. to speak yeah. Of, uh, uh, of of Chrono Trigger, and hopefully we we could invite some people who will defend Chrono Trigger uh, with its prestige that it got, its accolades that it got from all of the gamers ever since the game came out back in ninety two ninety three. I believe Sir JDM likes it. <laughs> I think Sir Joel likes it. <laughs> <laughs> calling, them, calling them a fan, uh, <laughs> calling them fans of, of Chrono Trigger, maybe stretching it. But uh, we will uh, we, we will discuss the uh, we will we will discuss the game uh, thoroughly in retrospect. That will be. I'm not sure if um, that. I think that will be on September 16th, mm-hmm. if I if I remember correctly. Uh, mm-hmm. Next Saturday, so, uh, next next Saturday, so that will be September 16th. Sir Dan will be leading the charge. <laughs> will be the will be the uh, will be the district attorney, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, cross examining Chrono Trigger, the, the like, chief prosecutor. The so chief and, prosecutor. Are you we're really just gonna the, bring the the pit pork and the bonfires? <laughs> all right and that's the show guys thank you all so much for staying uh for staying from start to finish and all be and all behalf of the timeless gamer crew and pinoy retro gaming our games and our bodies may grow out of date but our gaming experience will forever remain hey timeless. 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 all right see you guys again soon thanks very much for hanging around 